it's Charlie. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. Welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast, where I talk through common questions I might be asked, share my tips, tricks and experience. Hello, it's Charlie here. Welcome to episode 128 of the Your Time to Grow podcast. So (laughs) I remember um, two pretty big emotional events at work. Uh, The first was um, after just coming back after my first daughter and just feeling really overwhelmed, not knowing where my place was and I'd kept a lid on it for about a year and I can't even remember what my friend and colleague said to me but whatever it was I I think it was something you know relatively supportive like she wasn't unkind to me um and I just burst into tears and she looked at me kind of pulled me into this huge hug and said hey like what's going on and we talked about it and I felt better uh inevitably And then there was another time a bit later, so I don't know if I'd had my middle daughter by then, whether I was pregnant, maybe. But anyway, I'm I'm kind of thinking about it because we were in different parts of the building. We moved. And so one of them was in one part and the other was um, when we were in the other. And uh, it doesn't really matter anyway, does it, for the purposes of this conversation? But anyway, here we go. Uh, And anyway, I, my colleague... I was running a project and my colleague um, said something and I snapped her. And again, I don't really remember what it was. It was years ago now. But both times I remember feeling really embarrassed and ashamed and frustrated with myself. Um, And it got me thinking this week about uh, emotions at work. And I think there is a place to show emotions at work in terms of being vulnerable and being authentic but obviously one has to be relatively careful about when and where we show those emotions so you know in the middle of a stakeholders meeting meeting getting up and like screaming at everybody isn't going to do your careers any favor but um it's okay in my opinion to go to HR about something that's bothering you and you know if you get upset or if you even get angry in there as long as it's within the context of the conversation you're having and it's all relative um and part of a a cry for help essentially most people are very understanding because the truth of it is that we're emotional creatures and it's hard for us as humans not to be emotional And whilst it's generally good to be in touch with our emotions and not to suppress them, there are situations where we do have to manage our emotions particularly well. And that is notably the case at work, um, because emotional outbursts that are due directly to work-related matters or to stresses from our personal life spilling into our work life. So handling our emotions, particularly negative ones at work, is often seen as a measure of our professionalism. And I think, as I say, there's this fine line um, between, you know, wanting to be seen as professional and therefore bottling up our emotions and not telling anyone that we need help. And being authentic and vulnerable and saying, hey, I'm having a really hard time 
I need some help here and this is why. Um, bef- and, and that almost needs to happen before we get to the point where, you know, we lose our cool. Um, and there was a study done. Uh, the most common negative emotions experienced at work are frustration, worry, anger, dislike and unhappiness. And if any of these emotions uh, feel familiar to you, you are certainly not alone. Um, you may also experience other less common negative emotions that leave you stressed. Um, and as I say, it's never good to repress or suppress emotions, either positive or negative. Uh, but we generally don't need coping mechanisms for dealing with positive emotions because uh, they're positive and they tend to be uh, people welcome them. So if you find that you need to manage negative emotions at work for whatever reason, um, I just wanted to run through some strategies to help you. So the first is compartmentalisation. This is particularly um, when you are bringing negative emotions from home and they're getting in the way of your work. So obviously, you know, try and leave them at home, but that isn't uh, always that straightforward. You could use your commute time to remind your mind to let it go. Um, you know, if you were on a bus, for example, at each station, you could mentally uh, ask that person who'd upset you to get off the bus or you might choose to like metaphorically push the stressor out the doors when it stops um you might find it more useful to like mentally put it in a box uh, and lock that box for the time being and you can also do it the other way around so you can learn to compartmentalize work related stresses so that your emotions at work don't spill into your personal life uh, the second thing I would suggest is deep breathing and relaxation. So this helps particularly if you uh, struggle with anxiety, worry, frustration and anger. Taking deep breaths, inhaling, exhaling slowly until you calm down and slowly counting to 10. Uh, you, It's okay for you to say, hey, do you know what? I need to revisit this in you know, an hour. I did read the other day that it takes 20 minutes. I think it was from the Gottman Institute, actually. So if you've ever come across um, John Gottman, he's a relationships coach, his therapist, maybe might be a better word for him. Um, he wrote the five love languages. Well worth checking out if you don't know who he is. Um, but I'm pretty sure that it was on his site where I saw that it takes 20 minutes. So if you're in the middle of a like debate that you think is getting heated, if you go and take a 20 minute break, it's likely that you will calm down enough. And I would recommend, you know, um, listening to some relaxing music or even, you know, taking a walk outside, um, talking to somebody if you can. Maybe you have a colleague or a friend that you can uh, call upon to listen as you need them. You can use the 10 second rule. So this is particularly if you're feeling angry uh, or frustrated. So if you notice your temper rising, try and count to 10 to recompose yourself. Now, as somebody who has a bit of a temper and, you know, I hope that you don't believe me, but it is unfortunately true. I don't notice myself getting angry. I might notice a modicum of frustration 
I might feel like I've got too much to do, but that outburst of anger is a symptom rather than the cause. So I'm like, well, it's that that alerts me and goes, whoa, that was a bit overdramatic there, Charlie. What, like, what went on there? Um, so although the 10 second rule is useful, it might not be that helpful if you're like me and you don't even notice your temper rising until it's too late and then you're like, ah, okay, I'm going to go and take a, a walk to cool off. If you don't understand um, and you're beginning to react, then my fourth thing to think about would be to clarify uh, because quite often we get frustrated or worried or anxious actually about miscommunication or what turns out to be a miscommunication or a misunderstanding so you know clarifying in a really simple way and saying can I just understand what you're saying is what I'm hearing is this is that correct and if it is correct um you might want to employ one of the other strategies for you know managing that emotion then um but hopefully it is a misunderstanding and you kind of go, ha, huh, okay, because for a second, you know, I, I just had something else in my brain. Um, if it is available to you, you can uh, remove the anger from your system through exercise. So you might go for a run or go to a kickboxing class. Uh, I definitely, definitely use this method when I go to MMA on a Saturday morning and I, my friend Jen holds the pad and I'm like, right, I've had a really tricky morning. Um, let me at it and we always have a laugh like it, it literally ends in laughing and that anger is dissipated um, exercise is also a good way to get those mood enhancing endorphins so recommended you know wherever and whenever I think one of the most useful strategies I have used particularly in like emails is never replying or making a decision when I'm angry um it's really easy to shoot off an email or a text that we then go oh no what was I thinking so if at all possible try not to let your anger or your unhappiness cloud your judgment hold off on communicating whilst you're feeling whatever it is you're feeling you might type it but then save it as a draft and sleep on it, then reread it the next day or even let someone else take a look at it before you send it. That works really well as well. I've tried that um, when my mama bear raises its head and I'm like, right, I'm going to email the school or, you know, whoever. And my friend goes, OK, let me just check in with you here. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, thanks. Um, and again, often it's a, a miscommunication that I've, you know, or there's something going on that I don't know about so a decision's been made based on a lot more information than I have at the time and uh, so yeah finding that out if you can as well uh, knowing your triggers so being tired being hangry <laughs> they're big ones for me too much noise if the kids are going bananas then I find that really difficult to concentrate and I will say to them now hey I'm you know and I'll actually say it out loud and say I'm I need to get this done whatever it is and I need you to be quiet 
or if you can't be quiet, I need you to go in a different room and play this game somewhere else to just remove the noise a little bit. Um, again, you know, I might not notice until it's too late. Uh, and then uh, the best way to deal with that, I've found, is to apologise, of course, and, and own and admit the mistake and say, you know, I spoke to you really harshly. And you can do this at work, like I do it with the kids because I'm self-employed. Um, and nowadays I tend not to lose my, lose my temper. I've done a lot of work to to stop that happening. But um, if I do like get short with the kids, then I always say sorry and I'll explain what's going on. And I might say, you know, I was up in the night with your little sister and I'm just really tired and I didn't mean to uh, for it to come out like that. Um, you, you know, it wasn't you, it was me kind of thing. Um, you can prepare yourself to remain calm. It wants you know what your triggers are and you can plan your reactions should the situation occur. Um, you may even be able to anticipate the other person's reaction as well. But obviously be respectful to so treat your colleagues the same way you would like to be treated yourself, obviously. If the person you're dealing with is rude, then you don't have to reciprocate. I think particularly for those of us who are in a customer service role, uh, that feels really hard when someone's being unkind to us. Um, but trying to stay gracious and be firm and assertive without being aggressive. Often you'll find that someone who's being rude will mellow if they don't get a reaction from you uh, and they realise they're the only one shouting in the room. I think also they often mellow if they can understand what's going on. So as I was saying earlier, you know, if they just are getting irate because they don't have all the information and you do have it, then sometimes it's just worth giving it and saying, look, I know this is a really hard, you know, decision that's been made, but this was the rationale behind it. Um, and see what they say. They might go, oh, okay, yeah, I didn't realise that that was happening. Yeah, that's fair enough. Or they might say, no, you know, I'm still really cross about it. And in which case you might invite them to kind of talk it through. And as a uh, a leader or anyone really who listens to someone else who's upset, just allowing them the space to talk it through without interruption, without any judgment, just giving them 10 or 15 minutes is actually usually all it takes for someone to get a rant out of their system. And although it feels like a long time for them and for you, if you were to actually time it, it usually isn't that long. And then trying not to bring your negative emotions home. So letting go of any anger, frustration and happiness at the end of a work day. Uh, I like the idea. I don't know if you've heard this, so I'm going to share it anyway. Maybe you have. Of a... Um, of imagining a tree. Maybe you have a tree. Uh, as you walk towards your front door or come in your back door or wherever, however you get in the house. And the original idea was a worry tree. So you would hang, metaphorically, your worries on the door with a message to your brain that you'll come back and check on them. You know, you're not getting rid of them. You're not throwing them away. You're just hanging them up momentarily. They'll still be there when you need them. And... People very rarely go back to those worries because once they're out of our mind and that anger is out and that frustration is out and we've hung it on our tree, our metaphorical tree, although you, you might, especially, um, you know, if, if you have an actual tree available, you might choose to physically write it down and pop it in the branches. Why not? 
as long as it's not going to hurt anyone or anything. Um, but literally letting that go and letting it be there. Um, if you don't have a tree, writing it down, uh, you know, having a pad and paper for those late night worries or frustrations at work. You know, when you're sitting at your office and you're like, I can't believe they've just done this. Um, I was chatting to a client today and they were like, there's been a change of plan and they've known about it for a week and they've only told me today and they wanted doing it, you know, by the end of the day. And I feel really frustrated and I haven't got time and now I feel like I'm having to drop everything else. And I was like, that is frustrating. That, you know, that's not you being unreasonable. That is a frustrating thing to do. So, you know, what are your options? So, you know, if you find yourself in in this kind of uh, situation, writing it down, talking to somebody about it, but getting it out of your own mind. Whatever you do decide to do, keep it as simple as you can. Make it easily easy to access when your lizard brain is in full throttle mode. Um, you might keep a picture by your desk. Um, it might represent a mantra that you have. Uh, it might be, so let's say your mantra was, you know, stay calm, don't react, stay calm, don't react over and over again. You might not want to put that as a picture on your desk. Um, but instead you might have a picture of a dormant volcano or a, um, you know, a sleeping animal or child or something, like something that represents being calm to you. Or you might have three different words that remind you to do the same thing. So you might have, you know, calm, caring, curious to remind you to stay calm, to um, not react and to kind of observe what's going on. If we can do that, if we can stand as the third person and look in from the outside, uh, we're able to manage our emotions much better. But as I said right at the beginning, I would just like to end on the idea that whilst managing our emotions is part of becoming more self-aware and a part of being emotionally mature and, and all of that, it's also important to talk about what's going on, to let someone know if you're having a hard time, to be vulnerable like I think personally it's okay to cry in the office uh, you know not every day um people would like and if you find that you're crying every day then it might be time to find a new job um or to to talk to somebody professional because that would not be the norm but actually I think that showing your human side is is not a bad thing personally and I think it allows others if if you are vulnerable and authentic with your emotions then it allows others to be uh, so as well as long as it is done with respect and kindness and and curiosity with a willingness to apologize for our you know outbursts um if they were inappropriate but also a willingness to work on whatever needs to be worked on so let me know, do you think that you have to uh, regulate your emotions at work or do you not think it matters or do you think that we shouldn't be emotional at work, you know, at all? Um, let me know what you think and I'll see you back here soon. So thanks so much for listening. I do really appreciate um, every 
listener and all the support that you give and the feedback that I get from you. If you have found value in what I've had to say today or if it's triggered a kind of response in you and you want to know more or you want to seek help and you don't quite know who to, to go to, then please get in touch over at yourtimetogrow.com. You'll find um, there's a let's connect, let's talk button that you can get in touch with me directly or there are loads of other resources on the website and on um, my free CMS, my careers management system uh, that you can access as well um, over at Memberful. So yeah, do 